During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems, like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on selected gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. It makes sense. So, Brandon, <laughs> there's a lot of times right before the podcast begins. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Rishi Podcast. I'm Bernie. I'm Brandon. Hi, my name is Gray. I'm Max. You want to do it? You want to do it? And I'm Brandon. There you go, buddy. And uh, <laughs> right before the podcast, Gus has his habit of where he says, don't talk about anything, don't talk about anything. And I actually did that for one of the first times ever because Brandon walked in. One of the first things he said when I saw him today was, so I have this theory about the sun. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I don't know what this is going to be, but I don't want to talk about it right now. I want to hear the theory of the sun on the podcast. Max, Gray, any predictions of what his theory of the sun genius. is? Like, is it I based on anything? It, like, was it, something is this going to be the relative yeah. time dilation thing? It was an epiphany, like a personal experience that I had. Were you in the like, heat? Is this like flat light? earth or turtles all the way down or any of that? No, it's genius. Okay. Like after this, people are going to be like, Brandon was absolutely right. And it's going to change the way that they look at the world. Genius, by okay. the way, arguable, arguable. <laughs> That's, you know, in the eye of the beholder. Before you say it, though, I want to say that today's podcast is brought to you by Day 5 Season 2. Day 5 is coming back for the second season. You can check it out. It'll be on Rushi first on August 6th. Be sure to check it out. It is amazing. All right, let's hear it. What's the theory of the sun? Look, I was at the beach for like a week. Which there is sun at the beach. A bit much. Okay. For a what? A bit much. <laughs> What's a bit much? To be uh, at a beach on the, for a week. I mean, you yeah. get bored. It's like, you know, there's it, sand. Yeah. There's things touching me in the ocean. I once spent 10 days in Vegas, and I never want to go back to Vegas. It was far too long to be in Las Vegas. I spent Vegas. eight days in Vegas. Yeah, it was awful. Long. No, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Done. Out. Yeah. So, it's unbelievably annoying, because I burn very easily, so I have to, like, lather up with sunblock, and it's, like, disgusting and sticky, but I'm like, I just can't, I mean, it's going to be miserable, and then it's like, wait, like, after 10 minutes, you start, like, your body literally starts being damaged. By this thing up in the sky, like it, it's it's radiation. It's literally like radiation that no, your body radiation, yeah. is almost allergic to, if you want to call that. It literally starts destroying you, and it's like, how is it any different than smoking? It's not. It's the exact same thing. The only difference is, and it makes you wonder if we would feel differently about smoking. We have a way to slow down the effects. Like I believe SPF, the way that it's measured is it tells you like how much it slows the effect of the destroying you. Knock me out here. So I'm taking SPF 15. Brandon, what does that mean? I think it slows down the effects of the sun's damage by, like, if it's 1 15th. So if I spend 15 minutes in the sun with SPS 15 on it, it's the same as spending one minute in the sun with nothing on it. Jeez, now that you say that, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds uh, I do know that after a certain SPF, it's you're, it's just doesn't matter. Nah, you go from yeah. like ninety six percent effective to ninety seven. 
once I take one step into the analyzation, then it doesn't make sense. Basically, it helps not damage you. And then, do you know the most popular form of cancer? Not a lot popular? of cancer. Popular? <laughs> like, it's well, voted on know, the greatest like Alright, alright, alright. Yeah, yeah, most popular people people love bodies. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. Uh, it's, what, what do you think? What's the most common? Common, common there we go. Uh, I would say skin cancer. Skin yeah. cancer. Yeah, it's melanoma. The facts are on my side here. It doesn't make sense. We have an what? entire billions and billions of dollars. Are you debating with the sun? What are you doing here? It's, it's fact. Fact. It just doesn't make sense. Like people just why why we need to understand that this thing is killing you. It's just it's hurt. It, your body literally just is like no, get away. I'm I'm still kind of locked onto like you know the other like most common forms of cancer would be like breast cancer, prostate cancer, and, and now I'm like how does the sun? Get involved. Like I, I've got these. I've got some really strange images of of people and sun affecting. Uh, you, by the way, you were hundred percent correct on SPF. Hey, That's exactly oh, what it means. Inverse ratio. Imagine that a thirty SPF sunscreen could provide thirty times the protection of no sunscreen. That means if you spend ten minutes in the sun, thirty times longer before you start to burn, or in this case, three hundred minutes. That's exactly what it means. Well done, you. So uh, let me. How do you feel about smoking? Ashley has also said that SPF tops out, but that they don't tell you that. Like after thirty, there's really nothing else besides just like zinc oxide. Technically, mm. it, it, I think it's the issue of the amount that it helps you. Like it's literally one percent more as you go from like maybe thirty to eighty. I don't know. Uh, so it's like it's not worth it. I feel like everything you just be a like you just lathered that's, in and cream. that's all anyone understands anymore. Are percentages, like the Richter scale for earthquakes. Oh, yeah, the orders of magnitude. It's magnitudes. Yeah. 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 So also, like, like, isn't that the easiest statistic to manipulate as well? What like it, percentages? That like, there's a lot of times where it's like, it's thirty times better than this. But is it like, is that? I'm really bad. No, 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 no. Is it like, is it thirty times better than the original product, or is it thirty percent more? If, or, just buy it. It's terrible at math. <laughs> there's, numbers, there's numbers and a percentage like, symbol. If you go from like something that's 10 ounces and it goes to 12 ounces, that's a 20% increase. But you can work percentages backwards as well and make them seem like less because 20% of 12, if it's that much, or if you're doing it for nutritional information, then it's less than 20% of 12. Nutritional information's fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I, okay, there's only this much sugar in this bottle of Gatorade. Oh, wait a minute, this is per serving, and this bottle is four servings. I actually don't think that's the biggest conspiracy about nutritional information. What I find to be a huge conspiracy about that is, no, in the U.S., in the U.S., we, and we obviously have a health nutritional crisis in this country. What are you trying to say, Bernie? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> so I'm looking, I'm holding the mirror up to myself, buddy. Um, the metric system is not used in this country for anything mm -hmm. except for nutritional information, but it's also only used for the nutritional part of food, not for the quantity of food. Mm -hmm. So you get a 12 ounce Coke and it's 35 grams of sugar and the average American can't make that translation. But if I hand you a 12 ounce Coke and then you saw it was... Four ounces of sugar, or whatever that is. Three ounces. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Three Quarter ounces of sugar. You'd be like, you're like Jesus. You're like this thing is like you could do the math, and that's so much easier. I really think they put nutritional information in metric to intentionally confuse people. Yeah, they like don't know. It's like the cigarette company. Like, well, the cigarette companies before there was all the laws about the way that they portrayed information. You just use whatever statistics you can because you're obligated. Because I think it's probably a law that you have to put nutritional information on shit. Yes, we're also fat. Um, so they do whatever they can to just like, you know, lie to you. But like, who made the decision at some point that it's all metric? Is that standard? Is that the law? It has to appear in metric? 
I think so, yeah. It right. has to be the, the FDA? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Metric is still used as the standard <laughs> the science. Do you remember the FFA? <laughs> yeah, FFA. Future <laughs> Farmers of America? Yeah. Like any scientific, you know, calculate any science in this country is still on the metric system, even though like everybody else. Well, is on that. I don't think of science being American. I'm saying in this country, we still use the metric system in certain ways, just not, I guess. I think the idea is like, what are they working on in the American science community? It's like, what are American scientists working on? Well, now? it's always fascinating to see the headlines go by when, you know, sure enough, one calculation that was done in um, the the older English style system comes into play, and then you know they're working, they're building some amazingly expensive piece of equipment. It's off by whatever because this half of the team was doing it in metric, the other half of the team was doing it in English. <laughs> Imperial, that, yeah. yeah, that happened in a plane in Canada. It, no, they, 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 they had, had an issue lander, with how much fuel I think they put um, in in the plane, or maybe it was air in the tire, and it was just a problem with conversion. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What are the tires? <laughs> what are you talking about? They inflate the tires. And, you're and if you have like a, if your tire is not inflated so enough, the plane took off on a flat tire. It could. First well, of all, not entirely sure that the airplane tires have air. They first do. Of all. Well, they have. They you know have about a jetliner? Yeah. They have what? Like a 747. It could be low in tire pressure. Want it no, and I think it's that just could all cause tires. the tire to catch on fire. It's tire all the way down. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm not, I don't think there's tire air. No, no. I'm pretty sure there was. A, there's a plane no, and the tire pressure was low. No. And this dude was like, "Man, I need air." God and he kept it, trying Brandon. to borrow air, and no one. I'm on the air. I'm on the podcast with you. I'm gonna spend the entire time on Google. I know. New airplane, <laughs> hot, new airplane tires. Have air. So anyway, there was a problem with the conversion of the metric and American system, whatever imperial system, and they the plane did not have enough of something, and it just. Boop, I owe you an apology, huh? I owe you an apology. Air tires, tires for airliners, are inflated with nitrogen. Oh, why? Not so as dumb ignite? as everybody says. Well, probably probably so they want lighter. Let me, maybe it's That's lighter. Not I don't know. Don't ask me anything about helium. helium? That's so bad. <laughs> so bad. Have, I didn't know there would be, be statistics and math and conversion. I just want to know how Brandon thinks statistics are making the sun evil. That was your train of thought here. But yeah. It, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a delicate balance we have with the sun. Yeah. No, no the, it's uh, like the way that we look at people smoking in like the 1940s. How do you feel about smoking? I think it's abhorrent. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's 2017. And how do you feel about being Come in back. the sun? What's that? How do you feel about being in the sun? Listen, we all know the sun is bad for you. We all know. <laughs> Water's <laughs> also bad for you. You're made of water. Well, I mean, Wait, how does that make you bad for you? If you water? too much of it, you drown. Yeah, there you go, brother. Well, yeah, I guess you breathe it in. That's why I don't. That's why I don't do water. Oh my god! So, uh, Brady, I don't know if I've told you stories. You really, honestly, it took you seconds to figure out how water can kill you. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. I just did it. I, I, I assumed you were saying something like you're in the water and the water is damaging your cells, like this. All right. So we're going to water and one, one more pint, and then that's it. Yeah. No, yeah. no, but with the sun, I mean, but if you don't have enough sun, then it's vitamin D deficiency, or you get the seasonal is that rickets? The sad, I get. <laughs> What's vitamin D, D deficiency? Rickets? Uh, vitamin C is scurvy. But yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. So that's that. No, vitamin. It's it's mood affective disorders. Um, oh your, yeah. Your thyroid seasonal will go depression? out of whack. Your yeah. pineal clock will get screwed. Um, yeah, I mean, when I started working here, I started taking vitamin D supplements. I have like, too. He turned gray. He, I mean, he, he, <laughs> oh, okay. he literally, too, Brandon yeah. turned gray, the color gray. Yeah. Like, while with the first three months he worked with us, it was really strange. I also got really fat. 
It happens. Production environments are uh, yeah, listen. They do it. No, it's great. Fucking food everywhere. Yeah, it's and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we encourage everybody to um, you know go outside. There's like a sunset watching ritual that we still try to you know maintain from time to time just to get everybody outdoors. And I miss that. So great for those of people who for some reason wouldn't know. Yeah. What your position is in the company? What do you do for Rooster Teeth? Um, I I deal with a lot of spreadsheets. No, it's uh, I'm the head of the animation department these right. days. So all the animators that make all these awesome shows, Gray's the head of that department. And what's one thing I miss about when you guys moved out of Stage Five I is know. watching you guys go out and watch the sunset. It was weird because it bothered me a little bit too because I didn't like the fact that our people were working until sunset. Like I'm like that's they're working late, but then I'm like, well, I'm here and I'm working late too. <laughs> clearly, if I'm out here watching the sunset with them, yeah, you and know, the sun goes down at like two o'clock in the. The winter. Afternoon in the winter. So, yeah. Stupid. Anybody who tries to change daylight savings, I want to go to their house and be like, my job for the day. I constantly have a moral dilemma with like work life balance stuff. Because even when we do things like buy a washer and dryer, which we now use primarily for wardrobe yeah. as well, but there was a point in time, like at the Alf Ralph Oblanado uh, office, when I did buy it because I thought, oh, people would be cool benefit. People can do their laundry and they can just do it there. Um, and you know, I was worried also that sent the wrong message of like, hey, we expect you to be here, you know, all the time and live here and bring your dirty clothes and everything. And, uh, you know, I worry about that. At the same time, I also know there was points in time in my career when I was super passionate about something and I would burn the midnight oil or I'd pull an all-nighter or something. And I didn't have someone sitting there telling me, you can't do this. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm working on this thing and I'm super happy about it. Sounds like you're saying it was your fault Marshall moved <laughs> into the office. For <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was overblown, by the way. That was overblown. He, he he like let his lease lapse and then decided to stay at the office. And I love Marshall. I right? love Marshall. But there was a moment <laughs> where I was like, "Hey, man, can you like?" He's like downstairs on the couch. I was like, "Hey, can you can you just work on this real quick and just knock this out?" He's like. I'm off right now. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, and we, it's not like we have a clock. It's not The Simpsons. <laughs> I thought he turned into a game. I thought his goal was he wanted to sleep in er on every single horizontal surface or in every single room before he left and started going to sleep in his new place. It probably happened. He did a he did a thing where he wore the same shirt for a week and it was a dress shirt and he wanted to see if anybody noticed. noticed. And at some point that week, I was like, man, Marshall, you're you're dressing really nice. Like, <laughs> you look great. Compliments. Yeah, Gavin does that, but like. Gavin will shave half of his face when he has a full beard, like me or Gray's beard, you know? He'll shave half his face, and he'll see how many people notice. And very few people notice when he does that. In fact, I've caught myself, after talking to him for like 20, 30 minutes, I'm like, what's up with your beard? He's like, it took you 20 minutes to notice that my beard is half shaved. <laughs> that's because we're all trained to not make eye contact directly with Gavin, because he's, he's terrifying <laughs> to all of us. Well, the writer in the contract, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just part like, of our employment agreement. Look over that's there. Funny. Yeah. It's it. a feeling of disappointment. I can kind of get that, though. I mean, like, um, uh, the way all of our desks are laid out, you're side by side up and down these rows, and uh, you're hardly ever looking at people, you know, straight on for the most part. Which also kind of set off another weird phenomenon. I would, um, for whatever reason, like, Kerry must be to my right. Because that's where his desk always is. And if we had ever switched positions where suddenly he was on my left for some reason, that's, that was just too weird. We both realized we were on the wrong side of each other and we had to, like, set our... <laughs> it was a thing. Well, Bernie, have you ever looked at the hotel that's almost done, that's on the place of our old office in downtown, and thought about, yes. like... Where did I sit? Oh, all the time. There's a yeah. there's a lobby bar. We could go go to our old office and just sit in the lobby bar of the hotel. It's on <laughs> just, the second floor. Is that the one just on sit the, there and, like, and work quietly? Right next to Rainy Street? Nope. It, no, uh, it's at Seventh and Congress, right next to the Intercontinental, right by the Paramount. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the weird thing is, is we had this kind of like weird, lousy two story building, and then there was a parking lot next to it. And they took out the parking lot and just our building. Like all these buildings are in that row. They only took out the building that we were in uh, to build this hotel. 
but they kept the front of the hotel still looks like the old building. Like they kept the two story structure and it comes out and the hotel is built all the way back where the parking lot was. So it's weird. They yeah. tore it down, but then rebuilt it kind of looking almost the same way. Yeah, it went through a weird process with the city because um, they had to check and see if it was a historical building. So they sent some surveyors in there and like drilled to see what was going on like inside. And they found out that like in the 70s, there was a complete remodel, but a part of the remodel is the designers made that building look really shitty to match everything else. So they did the entire work to like redesign and rebuild that building, like the outside, and they intentionally made it like really shitty. Oh, by the way, uh, there's been some discussion of uh, putting together a reproduction of the city's historical markers that you put on the actual protected uh, historical buildings around town and put one up on that hotel, uh, basically declaring this was the former location of Rooster Teeth. <laughs> uh, just because, uh, apparently well, what, RTX, what about Pita Pit? Say what? Pe oh, the, the Pita Pit, Pit. Yeah. parentheses, <laughs> and, yeah, okay, fine, Rooster Teeth. And the Pita Pit, and but, Holy yeah. Cow Burgers, that was uh, yeah, after. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. But there's so, apparently a bunch of community members that were um, trying to find it during RTX, they would like, oh, this is the spot. Uh, yeah, I kept trying to tell people to go down there, but it's like, you're really like standing on a sidewalk looking at a hotel where we, that occupied the space where we once were. <laughs> yeah, so there was a the burger place that was in the space of our old Pita Pit. This was after we moved out. Pita Pit was the restaurant on the first floor of our building. Correct. We were only on the second floor. Um, you can stand on the second floor, by the way, in the middle, and just like bounce, and like the whole floor would flex. You know? <laughs> I don't know how that floor didn't fall in at some point. Oh yeah, that was such an old shitty especially building. Especially when you ate it on that snowboard. All right, we don't have to bring up everything. Just <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's aware of what of took place. In that oh office. oh yeah, feel free to you know bring up every mistake I make. <laughs> Let's bring up your uh, talk to me about the sun again. <laughs> you know it, it absolutely. All right, my, you, know, you know my favorite thing about uh, that. You know my favorite thing about that office was was we did the remodel on it ourselves. And uh, there's an RTA about Gus and that contractor who, after he remodeled our office, Gus hired him, and I was like, "Don't, don't, don't do it." <laughs> and then Gus was in seriously nine to eighteen months of hell. He had the wall of his house was gone, like open to the air. What for like four months? Yeah, it was terrible. Anyway, as testament to how kind of shady that build out was, we had a light switch in the shower. Like there was the, the lights, oh, wait. the what? lights yeah. for the bathroom were first of all you'd open the door they were behind the door and you had to like reach around behind the door to, to turn on the lights and that light was inside the shower like, <laughs> like under the faucet side or on the far it side? was on the far wall but you would watch it if you were ever taking a no. shower in there like we had something where you covered in blood and I'd take a shower and it's like you would literally be watching the light switch to make sure you weren't splashing too much <laughs> saved a lot of water people got, it, got it <laughs> and power so, uh, <laughs> I found out that uh, that building was gonna get demolished right and a new hotel was gonna go in on a, like a website on the internet that has all that random shit and I went to the holy cow uh, burger place and I was getting a burger and I was like oh hey man that's crazy like they're turning this place into a hotel like do you know how long it's gonna be open and the workers in the burger place just kind of looked at me and they were like what? Oh, oh dude, no. what's wrong? You like the angel of death? <laughs> no, I mean like it's public information. Yeah, but it's not my fault. They're public the ones who information. Told about it, but they didn't. Yeah, they I'm didn't sure they spend their free time perusing the city planner's website, like you are. You should be <laughs> mad at their the owners because the owners knew and they should have told their employees. I was doing them a service. Now they could look for another job. I'm the hero. <laughs> no, no, no. You just come in and, and then like, I, you're the guy like yanking the rug out. My job yeah. is done. You know, yeah. Explaining never, them not to go outside in the sun because it's going to kill them. I never knew who uh, who took over that building from us. It's like some photographic company. Yeah, it was some kind of weird web company. I think it was the same thing as us. It was hard to explain exactly what they did. The logo was like a spectrum. 
something. Yeah, I looked on the website and I was like, I don't, I don't get this. It's one of those things. You ever watch The Office? I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah, they remember, <laughs> I think that show. Yeah. So you remember, um, they got bought Brandon, by some tell company. Tell me about this office. <laughs> what? Just okay. Okay, go ahead. Go so, ahead. They got purchased by a company, and uh, they saw one of those ridiculous orientation videos, and mm. it was like Christian Slater talking about the company that they bought, Saber or Sabri. I can't remember which Christian one it was. Slater. Yeah, Christian or, Slater. You know was, what James Spader? No, Christian Slater okay. was acting as himself in this video that the whole um, people, like all the people in the office, were watching. And it was one of those things where it, they just throw up like a bunch of adjectives about like a company and you're like, what the fuck does this company do? Like they're changing the world and you're like, oh, they sell printers. It's like the same shit that like all of these tech companies do. And I think they make fun of Silicon Valley. Like people think they're changing the world and they're just this beacon of hope and freedom. And it's like, dude, you, you make straps that go in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a good startup. <laughs> Next. I'm looking for a new strap company. Yeah, I, 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 that strap on oh my God. underwear is not what been working. I think it, no. it was in my head because of this. What's the strap that goes in your underwear? What is that? Even? I don't know. I try to think of something. It's a, it's well, a, hang on. It's a maybe strap. maybe more. See, this is why he doesn't have a startup. <laughs> maybe a drawstring <laughs> that you find. You in, can't uh, get somewhere. past the product would, development part. I, I would still like to address this. No, no, what? please do, please do. So I'm in the bathroom right before the podcast uh -huh. is ready to roll. I ran to the bathroom because I'm a responsible host, and I ran in there. Brandon goes in there with me. He goes in the next stall. And all I hear is, oh, god damn it, this is the worst. And I'm like, what happened in there? Here's the toilet paper. And he comes out and Brandon has broken his belt. <laughs> How'd you break your belt? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, I thought I was, I didn't think I was doing anything differently. I don't know if I really had a pee and I, like, ripped it off. <laughs> like, kind of like if it's, you know, you're super mad and you just kind of Hulk Hogan your shirt. No one does that. For, for... <laughs> You know what why, I do? I get mad, I tighten the straps in my underwear. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Unpin one, <laughs> the other, and then, then we're good. We're wearing garters oh. now, Max? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah. Made uh, in your, America. Your doesn't have that? No wonder. Just be in the RT store next week. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm gonna... With, with your son <laughs> thing, and, and also making the world a better place, and a product idea, what I've been wondering about is why parasols are not a fucking thing. What are parasols? What do you mean? An umbrella well, that, you, movie, man. that you... Where that you take outside mm -hmm. to it's a not nice have umbrella. the sun on you. It's a nice ah, umbrella. man. I don't like little, holding little, things. Little lace. Well, you can have the umbrella hat too, but it's not cool. And I've done it a couple of times this month. I went on the float trip a little while back, and I brought an umbrella because I was like, "Fuck y'all! I'm gonna be in a tube, and I'm not gonna get the sun on me. All of y'all are gonna be baking." And I did it, and I was like, nobody else here has an umbrella. We had this, like an idiot. We had the same thing. Uh, you could probably go watch the episodes online, but we had the same thing. We went to Bali in the Amazing Race, and there was a kite thing. They had to build a kite, and Ashley did it. And uh, I was there. It was me and Tyler Oakley got there first, and we were not competing. Uh, Tyler's partner and Ashley, my partner, were the ones competing, and we had to sit there and watch. But they had one of these sample kites set up, and we were just like sitting on a beach in Bali, and I'm like, the sun's super bright. Hey Tyler, let's just you and I just like go sit under the uh, the kite together. And we so we went, went and got under the kite, massive kite, got underneath and just sat there in the shade. Everyone else who like walked up, they were like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" It's like nothing. We're just sitting here. It's like, why are you under the kite? It's like oh, we're just here because the sun. They go, "Yeah, you look dumb." Basically, we look stupid under there. <laughs> and then we were putting on sunscreen, and nobody doing the challenge was putting on sunscreen. You can tell the difference, like the next episode, every team is like, there's one pale person and one person who's like crimson. So <laughs> Ashley got sober. We kept telling them, put on sunscreen, put on sunscreen. And they wouldn't do it. And they just turned like, like that, you know, that like red purple? Oh, it's yeah, just yeah, scary yeah, yeah, color. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. the Jack Patillo burn. You remember that? At the first immersion we ever did, 
it was a time where the company oh. was only like seven people and everybody worked on everything. And he was there busting his ass. Like he's doing like an awesome job, but it was overcast. So nobody thought about putting on sunblock. And by the end of it, he was just like lobster oh, red. Yeah. And then I think he got robbed. You know, I you know remember. <laughs> it, by the way, that also the real tragedy yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Red on the day, you know, they're in for a nightmare. You yeah. know, like by the end of the beach trip, like it's 5 p.m. and they're already looking sunburned. Then, at least for me, uh, the next day I'm just I'm dead, and there's nothing yeah. I can do about it. Yeah, it's because this it's just not I know. Here we are back. The, statistically, the sun is going to kill you. I got it. It's just it's poisonous. Tubing trips though are badass. That's like the a opposite of Superman. Unique Central Texas thing. It is. I should do one of those for the vlog. Uh, yeah, just don't do one with me because I I might have embarrassed myself. What'd you do? Well, Max, should we talk about this? No, we can talk about it. It's, it's not a proud moment, but when it happens, so like if if nobody knows what a tube trip is, it's basically where we all get on a tube and then we go down a lazy river. Um, but it is like an act an actual river an actual yeah. yeah, not like an actual river Yeah, and, and inevitably there's also a floating cooler of some sort of yeah Everybody beverage. has like yeah their own little cooler with like a group of like three, you know It's like everybody has their own little cooler with it um, It is absolutely the most like brilliant white trash thing I think I could recommend highly to anybody to do because you're like on the river drinking and just People watching and just the current just sort of takes you and yeah, and you're yeah, fine yeah. But it's like three hours well Yeah, and and especially if you stop at all the little islands that I forget what we called them shotgun island shotgun island Yeah, shotgun yeah, island. yeah, you stop at shotgun island where you drink another beer But it is very hot and very hot and it is long, and you are drinking, and you might unpredictably have... long too. Yeah, unpredictably it could be two and a half long, hours. Yeah. It could be four hours. Yeah. Well, and actually, there was a person who came with us who like uh, was like, "I'm done. I'm done. I'm getting out here." And we're like, "That's not how it works. If no. you leave here, you're in somebody's backyard in the middle of nowhere. Right. There is a bus at the end that takes us back, mm -hmm. and no nothing else." You do not get out. Which, by the way, makes me wonder just what the hell it would be like to live on the river. Probably terrible. Watch all people the people do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, like they just so around, knock on people's doors. <laughs> I was really trying to do good. I didn't think that I had had that much. I didn't. I avoided the hard liquor. But my beer choice was this beer that I love, from, uh, Bell's Brewery, and it's like this. Uh, it's like basically like seven point eight percent. I had five of them. It's a lot. That's it was like almost forty percent. And so then <laughs> I went into my special uh, zone whenever I'm aware that I'm about to throw up. Oh, because that's like my superpower. No, no, I'm yeah, the same you way. have the same way where it's just like you just like all of a sudden it's like the world goes away and it's like I'm not gonna do it. I'm How long does do last? it last? It's like could be hours. I have right? no idea. No, yeah. it's not like an hour. It's normally like a few minutes because it's like it's like right when you know it's yeah. about to happen. Then it's like mm. you're like I got ninety seconds. You're like everybody, like, I need to go away. So like, breathe and don't I'm just talk gonna to point me. out as someone who's in would be in the river with you, this is enough time for you to get to shore. Or go underwater! But, you're catatonic! Underwater. You're catatonic at this point! I like, at this Throwing point, I can't move! Dangerous. If I move, I, it's done. And basically... I tried to move. Oh, no! <laughs> what, did you throw up on yourself in a tube? Oh, that's awful. <laughs> it was oh, so bad. Uh, it was horrifying. And then I basically had to like run away from the entire group yes. and be like, shame, shame. That's when you learn about terrible. Cur currents in the river very quickly. Like oh, you weren't yeah. aware no, of them. Like, until, yeah, there's something in the it river you don't want near you. So disgusting. Ugh. And, uh, and those rivers are pretty shallow too, so it's not like you can just like 
We were in yourself. a deeper part, thank God, because I just like disappeared under the water and they were like, we thought there you we like go. went away. Okay. Oh, nice! So this picture right here, this is actually a really great example of it. This dude in the foreground, that is the traditional tube floating posture. Yeah. And there's also like what happens like halfway through is where you flip over and you're like, Belly down on it, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just in like missionary position. Yeah, with upward the, facing yeah. dog or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that like, it's also a raw rubber tube, like vulcanized rubber. It <sighs> it it basically strips all the hair off of any part yes. of body that touches it, mm -hmm. and you get a burn on top from the sun. Brandon, your enemy. And then the tube, <laughs> you get like this chafe rubber burn because you're there for like four hours, yeah. right? So it's really. Every time I'm done doing it, I'm like, why? <laughs> why <laughs> but then I always look forward to doing it the next time. It's definitely yeah. one of those. Activities. And you'll always scrape your ass at some point. Oh, yeah. There's always the rapids. You will, I don't know about you guys, you'll almost like always rapids. get in a fight. The There'll almost always be somebody who's just like mad and oh, drunk yeah. on the river. And oh, it's yeah. It's like you're, you're going to have that confrontation. And it sucks. I had, I had that with a girlfriend. I don't know if you remember. You fought your girlfriend. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> No, she. I didn't fight her. No, I'm saying she got really mad at me. Uh huh. Oh, let me make that clear. So it was a Saturday. Again. We did not. I'm just saying she got really mad, and it was only like, there was like ten of us all in like a you know small space, and we had like an hour and a half. You had an argument. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We like fought in the verbal sense, I suppose. Yeah. Or no, she just got mad at me for no reason. Really? And oh, it was one of those go. things where it was like, oh, she's like, this person's fun and like exciting. And then it, it, after a while, it was like, I can't, this is too intense. Do you remember we That's were in her Australia? attitude towards you or you towards her? She, her towards me. Oh, she was done with you. Yeah, she's just <laughs> mad. And then when I tried to break up with her, she wouldn't let On me. On the river? No, 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 but later on. <laughs> hey, but like, there was actually, a time where, like, hey, she got us stopped the by other the police. Side of the group? She got us, like, stopped by the police, and the next day I tried to break up, and she just wouldn't let me. Do you remember when we were in Australia, and that was one night we were out, I think, with, um, oh gosh, who was it? Uh, Aaron Morgan, maybe. And I was just, like, texting nonstop, and I had to get on the phone because she got really, really mad at me. And it ended up costing me, like, $600 because she just got mad. And like at some, one point she told me, well, you're in another country. I want you to be able to have fun. If you meet someone and you want to like mess around, go ahead. And I was like, really? And she's like, no. <laughs> and then got like mad again. And I was just like, I just, I just, just can't. It's just hard. It was intense. It's just intense. It was just too intense. So we talk about travel a lot on the podcast. We travel for this a lot. Travel is actually, that's where relationships fall apart. I don't know what it is. Travel is super stressful. Yeah. Even if you're not together on the trip, it's just like the distance makes it stressful. Travel's dangerous for relationships. It, it yeah. really is. It's Disruption just, it's, of routine, uh, just questions, your, your communication rhythm changes, and yep. you don't know if you're supposed to be reading between the lines about that. Yeah. Paranoia. Yeah. It's you, like natural yeah, paranoia. Like destroy 40, you. Go for, <laughs> you go for 48 hours without communication, you know, stuff like that. It's just weird. And then it's a lot of travel, then just like the slow grind, too, of just like you don't see someone for a while or anything. So basically you take a, a relationship you have with someone and then turn it into a long-distance relationship. And it's just like that's a tough transition. Yeah, It is a stressful thing, hard. man. It is a stressful thing. And you were gone for two weeks for that, right? For that Australia trip. Yeah, yeah. It was two weeks. Yeah. And then we came back and it was just it was just crazy. Like she almost got me arrested once. There's oh. also – honestly, there's also this opinion, honestly, that – when you travel to a foreign country, as soon as you land in the foreign country, you start having sex with everyone that you run <laughs> yeah. into. Everyone assumes that. It's it's a weird thing. Yeah, you know? and, uh, you know, we're in Australia, and it's not like I was walking around and all the ladies were just like, hello, American. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> were, were you not working the, the time action? Where people were just, like, pretty annoyed, especially with Texans. 
So oh, cause Bush? Yeah. yeah, so we're not going around and like being very popular with anybody. I will say this Trend I've noticed it, it is easier to travel uh, Internationally when someone like Obama is president versus when someone like I haven't traveled much with Trump But I have mm. traveled a little for our take Sydney and stuff and it's like it is what people want to talk to you about I, I was in a bar in Mexico the night of the election and we were Ooh. watching it on the TVs there. That the was rough. Yeah. <laughs> can you pass as Mexican? Yeah. Yeah. W I mean, with other people who are of Mexican descent, can you? Yeah. And they always talk to me in Spanish and I'm just like, I just don't know. And it's tough because like my father-in-law, like he doesn't speak English. I don't speak Spanish. So our relationship is <laughs> harder, especially since I don't know if, I, uh, if I've talked much uh, with you about him. He's, he's very much like a, like a man's man. And I'm not. <laughs> like the, the thing I always said was like I'm. I would be the perfect husband for his like third daughter. But perfect husband for his third daughter. Yeah, I don't know what that means. like Cindy and the Brady Bunch. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's you know it's his princess. You married his a only daughter. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, we were at the beach, uh, and Where the sun. He wanted to <laughs> again under the sun. Yeah. He wanted to do. He wanted to. Um, I don't know, just kind of do something fun, just the two of us. So he was like, come here, come here. We got like life jackets and then we got a kayak and we're going to go out in the, the ocean. And I'm not crazy about the ocean. Don't like things touching my feet. Don't like tide taking me. And I was like on a kayak, something that was, I just wasn't crazy about it. But I was like, you know what? We're just going to kind of like chill a little bit. Yeah. But we kept paddling and paddling and paddling. And we passed like the buoy. And I was like, he likes me. But hang on, exactly <laughs> the exact cliche when the father-in-law takes you out and could kill you, yeah. and like threaten you, and I, I would I wouldn't be able to do anything. I'm I'm not gonna swim back. I'm not gonna fight waves. Or, or, or he might just be testing you, and if you can make it back to your shore, then you're worthy. I'm, you know, right. I don't know if I was worthy, but I was. It's a it's a small kayak. He could easily just like push me out. The two of you were in it. Yeah, the two one of us were in a very small kayak. That's not what a kayak is. It's a two-person kayak. Is that a thing? Canoe? Mm, no, it was like a big so kayak. It, uh, was it covered on top? <laughs> it was a big kayak. It was a big kayak. It was a big kayak. I mean, I know, I know, I know kayak. my kayak. I've been on a kayak. That was it. <laughs> it was a big kayak, kayak in the Deluxe ocean, kayak. which was terrifying. Tandem kayak. Yes. And uh, even it also had an outboard motor, but they yeah, had a <laughs> kayak. Yes, two person kayaks do exist. So, yes, <laughs> even, checks out. Thank you for Even my wife and her family were, uh, they were joking about it, but it was like 10%, like, oh, what's, what's going to happen? I had a girl. And then I almost drowned him. Cleaned a shotgun when I came to pick her up. So you I, drowned him? I almost drowned him. What'd you do? Uh, well, uh, this, this is a Ben Stiller movie. This what? Is, uh, Where? This was later. He was on an alligator. Hang on. He was on a floating toy alligator. Oh, there we go. Okay. And it was like the whole family and I was with Paul and I was like, oh, you know, maybe it'd be kind of fun if like we'd like, you know, wrestle or like flip it and take the alligator and it'll be fun. What? And I flipped it and <laughs> your father-in-law? Yeah, like, oh my son-in-law flipped me. Oh, you there. Like punched him in the face. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know if he was like locked into it and I flipped him and I he, he didn't disengage. He was still locked in with his legs and his arms and was there for like 10 seconds. And I was like, the alpha move. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so Maybe he thought the know. alligator came to life and was attacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the way you wrestle an alligator. So maybe next time. So, so the end of the story is he died by he's alive. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> or he saved his life by letting go. He's uh, no, I probably pulled. I, I flipped it back. Really? Yeah. 
He won. He just rotated yeah. back he up. Won. And he won. Do you think it was the power move? Fuck yeah, it was. He can let go of the alligator anytime he wants to. Yeah. yeah. Well, I told you, I don't know, you heard last time, uh, we were out <laughs> drinking, like with the family, and he ordered beer, and then I ordered wine. Yeah. And then he was like, I'll also order wine. So it's like maybe a you weird... guys connected over that. I don't know if it was a connection. Maybe he's always wanted someone to a... drink wine with. Oh, he probably has. Did he start matching you for like glass for glass or anything? Or, uh, no, no, or... he was just probably he was probably happy because I remember the last time he offered me wine, I <sighs> didn't take it because I was eating cookies and milk. He probably thought you poisoned the beer. There's, <laughs> the way that you're telling these stories, there's so every single statement is a question. It's like the Twin Peaks of like telling a story. Like a branding interactive I'm like, story. I'm I was, like, oh, I need to see the I entire was, season to understand. Like, I was where's celebrating because it was the night Paul and I got engaged, so I was having milk and cookies. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't then, eat milk and cookies anymore because I very easily get fat again. So it's just traditional now when you celebrate milk and cookies. That's one of the one of them. What kind of cookies? Uh, like Chips Ahoy. <laughs> I can't do Oreos anymore. Oreos is too intense. When too I was a hard, kid, yeah. I would get a huge cereal bowl and like fill it full of Oreos and then get some whole milk yeah. and just eat it. And it was, it was amazing. But I, I just, I like, if I eat just one thing, my stomach immediately expands. <laughs> I had a friend who would do that. It was a friend of uh, Jeff and uh, Gus's and mine. He would get cookies and cream ice cream. And he would dump it into a blender and then dump in a package of Oreos and blend that and oh, then eat that. That was wow. like a his milkshake? snack. Like a crazy and milkshake. This dude was like an athlete. Yeah, he set up a stand yeah. outside Wendy's and like just try to undercut them. Thank you. Same thing, right? So gross. It's the old joke about, um, you know, if, uh, uh, if you have a dentist you have a crush on, then you eat a whole bag of Oreos before you go in. So they have to that's spend that much That's longer. disgusting. Uh, yeah. I'm so paranoid before I go to the dentist. Oh, yeah? It's the only time I floss in my life. I was going to say, that's... The, I, Every dentist has to know that, right? That people are doing last-minute flossing. Like, I'm gonna floss two hours before my appointment, and yeah. that's gonna make up for six months of no flossing. Well, yeah. I'm honest about it. They ask me, are you flossing? I'm like, no. no. Can I, but I you mean, do it anyway, be. right? Before. Right before? Right before, but yeah. you still do it. You still I don't want them the to, ritual. like, go in and look at it. It's like, it's like, it's like when I go, if I go to the urologist, you know, I don't want to just- Go ahead. You floss. Let's go I, I, I just make sure, I'm like, I just want to shower right before, I just want to make sure that everything is, you know, okay, because, you know, they see a lot every day. They do. And, I'm uh, concerned why you're going to a urologist. Is that like a normal, like in your rotation? You know, guys don't have like a gynecological appointment. I had to go to the urologist. Sometimes stuff comes up, you gotta go to the urologist. Comes up. <laughs> or does it come out? Comes out, but you see what I'm saying. It's like I I don't want to be the guy where he he's like, oh jeez. You know, listen. I think, but I think doctors they've seen pretty much everything. Yeah. By the time you show up. Yeah, yeah but maybe they appreciate it. It's hmm? That little extra touch. They'll, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like this is nice. You, or they're you, like because you care. Or they're like the dude came in and he just reeked of Axe body spray. It was clear. <laughs> he sprayed it for a full thirty seconds down there. Didn't need to do that. Yeah, I'm about to say though, he had a very refreshing <laughs> prostate. It was like a, it was like spring sprayed with banaca or something. Banaca on your prostate. <laughs> My banaca nope. prostate joke of the day. So I'm gonna blow your mind on the flossing thing. Saving that one. Uh, this is a product I didn't know existed. I've heard of water picks. You know those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like the 70s, and uh, the water picks, which I guess were supposed to replace flossing, but now they have these things called air flossers. Do you guys have a Sonic Care toothbrush? Yes. It's like one of the best inventions of all time. Sure. I don't know if you guys have one. Sonic Care? Max? Come on. Go get one. Get yeah, because like teeth care, like dental care, like revolutionized health, right? 
It's incredible. Yeah. It's awesome. So they also, I believe it's the same company that makes it. They make an air flosser. So it's got a little reservoir and you fill it like mouthwash or water or something like that. And then you just go to each tooth and you push the button. It goes, there it is right there. And it goes, like hard spray like that instead of flossing. So I floss every day because I use this air flosser. <laughs> and my dentist is so happy with me. Are you aware that you can get a toothbrush with Bluetooth that syncs to your phone and an app? Why? Why would I want that? I mean, you wouldn't be interested? Bluetooth brush. What? It tracks, what? it tracks like how you're brushing your teeth because it's possible. Oh my God. You're not, it's possible you don't realize you're not getting it like the back. Are you going to be competing with your friends? You're going to be racing? Yeah. You know, no, I don't, I don't have it, but I, just, I know like you really Cable like devices. <laughs> Put you, it on you, your Fitbit. You have like a lot of devices, so I just wasn't sure if it was Does it automatically update Twitter? So you could like <laughs> share it to Facebook. Bernie did seventy four percent effectiveness today. <laughs> yeah, do you know there? I, I my Sonicare has a timer on it, and it'll buzz like for different. Every quadrants. Sonicare has a timer. You're not special. I know. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> explaining because Max doesn't have one branded. This is how you make me feel, Bernie, every day. <laughs> so I have to admit, I don't brush my teeth for whatever that amount of time. I think it's two minutes. I'm not a two minute brusher. I brush a lot. I brush three times a day. I'm not sitting there for two fucking minutes. Like, How long? What, what's what's going on in your life? Brushing away. Spend two I'm minutes. I'm fucking busy, dude. I can make a tour of my mouth pretty fucking quick. Well, how long do you brush for? I don't know. Minute. I'm more efficient. I'm. I get half of it in there. All right. I'm, like, ch -ch 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 -ch. I'm like brushing and doing the Sonicare bit. But you brush your tongue too, right? Yeah, I do. Mm. But how do you do now, all that? And I only do, I only brush my tongue in the morning though. I don't brush my tongue. All right, fair enough. Every time. I don't do any of that. I just spray a little bit of Windex in, swish it around. And get See, Bernie, it sounds like <laughs> yeah. it sounds like you're really unsure about all this stuff. If you had a toothbrush that had Bluetooth on it, then I would know. And then you know, connect it. So this episode sponsored. By the way, like, so there's, there's <laughs> subreddit about. I've got this weird image in my head of uh, there's the subreddit for was it like power washer porn something like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's just all the cool videos of people power washing and like. There's gonna be wait. Like, you say power washing porn? Yeah, yeah. This is what I think they call it, but it's, 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 it's guys. Like, no not, like, kidding. There's a subreddit devoted to people uh, cleaning the, the, the damn grout. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah. actual pornography. No, no. But it's, it's lovingly rendered uh, videos of people using the power washers as you it's, do. But I'm, I'm waiting for the floss version or the air floss version. So what? I was saying it was actually around because when we first moved in the house where we are now, it had like moss. Like on some of the stone and you know, like just probably mold who the fuck knows like general dirt and moss on it And uh, I said I'm gonna get a power washer and uh, Clean this off. She goes power washer. She goes where do you get that? I just you know rent it at Home Depot, you, you know can bring it in and she was like, okay, whatever So I did it and I was fired up and and I did that thing where I cleaned off like half the a rock wall And I brought her out and I said check this out. See you can see it's like hard dirt line perfectly clean wall she saw that and she goes, how does that work? And I just went and did the next one and like took the next row of bricks off and cleaned those. And Ashley goes, let me try. She power washed for two days straight. You huck oh thunder. God. It was oh, yeah. fucking amazing. Yep. It was just like whitewashing the fence. Oh no, this is really fun. You can, uh, here you go. You know. Yeah. She, Why? She seriously like, like she got out addicted there. to it? She got addicted yeah, to power washing. Yeah, so much fun. It is, yeah. She just got addicted to that thing of like super cleaning everything. Just like the Robert Plant song. No, of course I, did. I didn't tell her. I didn't give her a full tutorial, so she like did it on the windows and like the seals that just sprayed water <laughs> and everything. But that was still worth it. I could just clean that up. And that sounds amazing. Yeah. I I live on a I have a balcony in an apartment, so I have to clean my balcony like with a brush, like a you know peasant. It's like I think did it's like thirty bucks at Home Depot. It's, yeah, it's it's totally worth it. I did it to the trailer, like the there's a trailer out on the ranch that was like super old, and I was just like. Like nonstop for probably about eight hours, and I was just like, "This is the best day I've ever had." Wait, you live on a ranch? 
Yeah, so this is, I got, I got it. We got to talk about this because okay. this is something I found out about Max that Max is a rancher. Max, why don't you explain to everyone what you Wait do at the company? Is this just like for the tax exemption? Like, you, so long as you have like one chicken and one goat and you can take another deduction? No, no, uh, we, we, we got, we got 60 of them cows. Whoa! Out on S yeah. 60 head o cattle? Yeah. Out in a uh, bastrop. You, did you have you any just really get into the movie City Slickers? What, what no, no, it? no. Uh, so my husband has been working with this woman for a a long time, and she, uh, like, she is a grass-fed cattle rancher, and he started working with her, and then, uh, and then, yeah, gradually, that's like his full-time job, and so just been getting more and more into it. Wow. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like a. Do you guys do any of the, the processing on the ranch? No, or, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you have any yeah. roosters? We They're don't mean. have any roosters. I was attacked by a rooster. We want to have chickens at some point, but I think for right now... We ate it that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, the cows, yeah, they're pretty chill. Okay. They hang out. Like, you you like, posted a Twitter video. Yes. Right. So you want, to, you want to tell us one of your Max cow stories? Do we have, do we have, do we have the, the setup for Max's cow story here? <laughs> oh, no. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Shit, I missed this. <laughs> so, uh, so Max, tell us what, what tell us what the hell this is because I saw this video. I think on Twitter. Did I see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I brought some people out to go check out the ranch, and uh, then we we were hanging out with the cows. They're very sweet. This music is my favorite. I love it. By it's the way. so good. Well, the, I want the lights to come down. I want to start rocking. Oh wait, actually, like, oh, on the other side of fire. that chair. Yeah. On the other side of the chair, if you what? can grab them, they should be there. We have cowboy oh, hats. Hell yes. We have cowboy hats? Yeah. Wait. See, oh, this is when you were talking about being on the river. <laughs> I almost talked about this. It's a gun? <laughs> Got a gun. Give me a cowboy hat. You know what? Did you see the thing where I bought Gavin a cowboy hat? <laughs> see, uh, give me the biggest one. Uh, right. They're all, all the all same three. size, yeah, yeah. and yeah, none of them will fit me. So you got a, you you got got a big head? Yes, I, I got do. a huge head. Yeah. Oh, these are good quality. <laughs> Amazon's Western. finest. Wow. Oh, this is a size seven. It's gonna sit yeah. on my head. Ooh. Look at this. I look like a Lego character. <laughs> What's this I, made of? Yeah, there's no way. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what in tarnation? What in tarnation? All right, I'm going back to the baseball cap. Um, size seven. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So I brought some people out to to hang out with the cows. It was it was cool. What does that consist of? Well, like we just. You know, hang out on the front porch and drink, and then go go hang out, go shoot, over to the cows. And that sounds badass, dude. Them. And shoot I, the teenagers trying to tip them at night. Yeah, I was gonna ask, do you actually do urban you have cow tippers? No, no, that's I've never heard of that being a thing. Somebody has claimed that they've done, like somebody that I ran into recently claimed that they had done that, but I don't see how you can do that. I had fam or I had people that I knew in Louisiana that would they go cow tipping. I guess like if they're in like a small place, but it's like to get up to the cows to like sneak up that far, it's like they're gonna run away. Well, or the, the 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 myth as a kid is that well no they sleep standing. They up, absolutely do not. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. And all you need to do is just walk right up to them and just push and run. Because they're sleeping. Yeah. 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 No. No. They uh they 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 all sleep on the ground. But the problem with the urban legends is that then people come out to do it. You know yeah. they don't know it's an urban legend. That's that, that barrel pointed at me freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> oh my god. At, at some point, do you, do you sell the cow to get a? Yeah, yeah, they have their own, uh, like their own brand, and like it's at like Wheatsville and stuff. That's do you, so do you, cool. Is there do you a... get dairy? Do you milk them? 
No, no, no. So uh, you don't about yeah. adventures with milking machines. No, it's it's just like it's it's hundred percent it's like hundred percent grass fed, so like none of the like kind of just like they get to be like normal cows. And then they just as opposed to the broken gun. As opposed to every other like a lot of other cows. So, so yeah, you have to treat the cow very differently if they're gonna be a milking cow. Well, I guess so, but like I mean it also comes down to like what their diet is and how you work with them. Like most of the way that it's done in America is like uh, through a feedlot, you get as many cows as you possibly can, and then you feed them corn and grain. Do, do you massage them, or the, like the, the no, Japanese no, no. do for their no. the Kobe and all that? No, yeah. they're just they're just chill. They're happy. They're super cute. Well, is it like McDonald's? Around. Do you eat one in the car on the way home? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like yes, I always take one great. thing in the car with me that I have. Yeah, to no, uh, they they're uh, they're all pretty good. Our bulls are like the the most tame, which is funny because like most other ranches, the like. Rodeo stock bulls are like the trouble crazy. Yeah, and these ones are just like eh, whatever We just have one really strange looking uh, Lady named red and she just is always staring down the herd This is right here. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, there she is She wasn't looking at us there, but her, her eyes are kind of on the side of her head And she's always just kind of like there's something going on here. This is gonna seem like they're not just hanging out. Existence to so many people, <laughs> yeah. but like, but normal to us, it's not normal to us. This is like, I only know one other person who's lived <laughs> like this in their life. You're out there with cows all day. It's fucking amazing. I lived on a farm. They're just, they're chill. That's Bluebell's. What farm? Bluebell's daughter. My grandma had a farm. They had a lot of chickens. I'd go get eggs. That's how I got attacked by a rooster. <laughs> it was yeah. Kind of chasing it and uh, did not like that. So it turned around and started chasing me, and I was running away from it. And it kept, it just kept up with me. It was faster than me and was just like poking my leg. And at the end of it, I was just bleeding. And then my grandma went out because she's been on a farm forever and she just does what grandmas do. So is it kind of a catharsis? And we ate, we ate that, that rooster that night. So, so, but working for <laughs> rooster teeth now, it's like you're, every day you're coming into work, I've conquered you. Was well, that where the name that. came from? Yeah, yeah, actual yeah, research. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very farmy. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think. So, do you get like? Do you, uh, diary, do, you do milk uh, cows? No, no, no. Like, I think it's it's mostly just They're like, rain channels. Yeah, yeah. They just you, you got to feed them in the morning, like uh, if, you know, give them hay if it's cold. But generally, they kind of just they go from the back pasture to the middle pasture to the front pasture, then back. They do a little cycle every day. Yep, and they just. Kind of do their thing. I had a friend who grew up on a goat farm, and it just <laughs> sounded like such a hard existence. Well, Did goats are milk? crazy because they'll yeah. climb. Like goats will go yeah. everywhere. Yep. Cows, it's like it's pretty easy to spot where they're gonna go. And right. Yeah. I best, think you can lose like one or two goats, so you just kind of don't care. Yeah. Yeah. The best thing about the ranch is, uh, so Patty, the owner of the ranch, uh, her call to all the cattle every morning is, girls. <laughs> I'm shit you not and it's the loudest cuz you know like it's like you know people call like you've seen like people doing like pig calling competitions Yeah, where it's like what really forceful It's like it's like cuz you have to yell out across the ranch to call the cattle over and her call to all of them is just at the loudest Girls I, all of them. Yeah, I, I do a call for Joe the cat that I didn't know was a thing until you know He went missing remember when we moved yeah. and he went missing for a month and uh, so I go out and walk and I just call to him and uh, we hired a cat tracker Real person, actual what? job, yeah. Love it. She was she was a cat tracker, and uh, I was walking around with her, and she was like, "Can you teach me how to do that call?" And I was like, "Is that a thing? I didn't know that people can do it." I was just walk around and go like that, and she couldn't do it. But that's what I always do when I feed Joe, the cat. So 
he learns that noise means food and he'll come. Every time I make that noise, he'll just come. Wait, is hmm. that her side job or her full-time job? Yeah, I think it's her full-time job. Yeah. That's so weird. Why does she not call herself like a catcher? The <laughs> catcher. <laughs> I was proud of myself for that. One. Oh. Nobody else was. No. I know. I was proud. Everybody I was proud. Hated it. You're sitting in Barbara's seat too. That's the best part. That's the best part of it. But before we leave the the ranch thing, so you mentioned that there's a there's a ranch owner. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, how did you find this place? So, Where did we just go through the classifieds and you went, no. oh, oh, it's a, your metropolitan uh, apartment downtown, the nightlife, whatever. Perhaps live on the farm with cows. Let's let's call them. No. Uh, so what happened was, uh, my husband used to be a, uh, uh, like in politics, he was running a campaign for this woman on the ranch. He was running her campaign to be state representative for Bastrop. No kidding. It, they got real close, didn't work out, and he was just kind of like, eh, I don't really, politics isn't really my jam as much as it used to be. So uh, he There's... grew up in a small town and he like lived next to a ranch and so he just started working with her and then over time, like, yeah, she doesn't have any living relatives, so it was kind of like... So they went from working with the sheep to the cattle. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and then so, yeah, so she's just basically been like, well, like, I need somebody to take care of this ranch. <laughs> Guess it's y'all. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah. So, it'll be, it's interesting. I never anticipated that, but it is... Like, I don't know, it's like, compared to, like, where I've been, because like, we're, we're in the process of moving, like, we've been kind of back and forth between the two places, but it's like my house in Austin, it's like, my neighbor's kids are always, like, running around, breaking glass, like, throwing crap in our front yard. Breaking they're glass? Just, what the hell? They're nightmares. They literally called the cops the other day. Um, the kids did? The kids called the cops to report a robbery in progress at my house at, like, nine in the morning, and I wake up, and there's, like, three cops there. The fuck? And they're like, are you like, hey, we got a report of a robbery in progress. And I was like, nope. And he was like, well, do you have your phone? I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, it was definitely from here. And I was like, I think I could tell you who did it. Because like my kid, the neighbor kids are like just awful. And it's not even like they're fucking with me. They just, they're bored as hell. And so like. Watch it. They're going to come after your towel. It's kind of fucking. Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) Well, yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, their their thing is like, like they just, nobody's really watching them. And so like. They have like uh, one of their fun games is like break the fence on either side of their house, <laughs> <laughs> and they literally just try to kick kid. it. Break like, the fence, such a great game. So I'm like, if I can move out to somewhere where I never have to have a neighbor again, like I'll be okay. Are with you it. anti kid? Are you gonna have any kids? Uh, uh, we haven't really like decided. Oh, sorry, that. I, like I don't want to like no, no. Fast I forward mean, your relationship. No, it's, it's like it's kind of been like, eh, like when you're gay, you can kind of just like Uber one whenever you're ready. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you I like, think that's oh, part of the new service. Uh, the new app it. showed up after Uber Eats. It was, you know, yeah. You just, yeah by yeah, the way, yeah. Ubering right? a kid would be the least popular <laughs> app ever, ever, ever. Yeah, I can't imagine it once like, every four. Man, I wish there was a bunch of kids around, right? How old would you want to adopt a kid? I don't. I don't even. This isn't really even something that I've like necessarily thought about. I. I. I'm pretty much leaning towards no right now. But if you had to adopt, I mean, if you're like maybe like had to seventeen, because you're like you get the experience <laughs> get of like kid having for one a year kid and then you're like bye, looking up to, and then they a couple you know, years and they're about to leave anyway. You, you know, it's mm. fine. It's like you know, like a. Like what about a you? You having any kids? I think I have to. 
What does that mean? What does that, <laughs> that mean? That is true. <laughs> Why do you my, have my, my, my father-in-law is uh, expecting them. <laughs> like, uh, when we're at Christmas. To, to train them in the way of alligator uh, wrestling. That's mm, it. Yeah. Fake, fake a whole pregnancy. Then bring him an alligator swaddled up. <laughs> at uh, at Christmas, he kind of mentioned kids, uh, grandkids, and he was like looking at me, and he was like, "Come on, you know, get on that." And I was like, "What are you saying right now?" Get <laughs> like, on that. Advocating, yeah, because <laughs> um, he uh, she has like two brothers, but they're both you know younger than her, so obligations on her. Right. Oh, so this will be the first grandkid. He's waiting. Yeah, he uh, wants okay. it now. Yeah, really? he wants it now. And it's kind of one of those things where I, it's, you know, he with the wedding, he helped out a bunch. And it's I don't know if it was like an unofficial understanding that we would provide him with a child De or a grandkid. Not, well, not it was a very nice wedding. I wasn't able to attend, but I saw. Why didn't you go? Uh, there was something that week that I had to do, some travel thing that I had to do, and I couldn't go. I would have absolutely gone. So oh, Jack, I don't, I'll tell you exactly what it was. No, I didn't have something to do. My kid's mom had something to do, and I couldn't get her to sign off on me taking the kids down to Mexico. Out of country. Did I ever yeah. tell you the famous, or the famous, the story uh, about my dad living in Mexico? Because my dad, uh, before he died, would split time between North Carolina and Lake Chapala in Mexico. He had a place down there. Um, or the, the woman that he uh, married uh, after my mom died, she had a place down there, and they would go down there. Anyway, he was always trying to get us to come visit. And uh, my ex, the kid's mom, Jordan, uh, she's pretty conservative and like, you know, hear all these news stories about everything that's going on in Mexico and everything. Mm -hmm. She's like, the kids were like two and five. And she's like, we're not going to bring him down there. My dad's like, so you're coming down, you're going to come down, see us down here. And I said, no, we'll come see you when you're in North Carolina. We'll see you there. And he's like, he's like, oh, come on down. You'll love it. It's beautiful down here. And I said, well, dad, I said, we can't come down to Mexico. I said, Jordan just doesn't want the kids to travel with the kids in Mexico. He's like, why not? I said, because she's worried about kidnapping. And he's, we're in the car, so it's like on speaker. Oh. Oh. We're, we're in the car, it's on speaker, and he goes, and he, his response to that way, he goes, he goes, he goes, oh, he goes, that's ridiculous. He goes, I've lived here for five years, and I only know one person that's been kidnapped. <laughs> I go, well, that's, I go, you just fucked it up. I go, there's no way I'm going to convince her now. There's no way. She was, and she's over there, because she hadn't said it, she's like, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's over. We try to cover for it. Oh, haha, ha, dad, good joke. No, no, I immediately called him out. I was like, well, I can't, what am I going to do now? Yeah. One person who's such a, such a dad answer. Well, we weren't getting married in Tijuana. It was Monterey. It was a, it's like a big industrial town. Yeah, you know what? It's like, uh, it's one of those things. It's like, she just was, I, kn I know where her boundaries are. And it's just like, I couldn't do it. No, I would have loved totally to have gone. It. And I, listen, me personally, I'd love the experience of being able to take the kids to Mexico. I'd love that, you know? And uh, I just knew it was just like that was probably not a battle you want to fight. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, no, pick yeah. your pick your battles. Yeah, um, yeah. Today I'm I'm, I'm so conflicted because um, Jack uh, last year was it was very awesome of him. He moved um, the uh, what's the fun the fundraiser we do extra, life? Uh, extra life extra life yeah he moved it because of my wedding right right and it was really really nice of him like That's I really, really appreciate cool. it. Um, and like today he sent an email about it to the company and kind of like save the date kind of like making fun of the fact oh. that he had to move it I saw that and I, I was like well I really I've always been somebody that complained about when people just do reply all emails making jokes because people get enough emails but I feel like if I don't say something it makes it look like I'm, bother, like, I'm Brandon just, I totally didn't remember that he moved to extra life for your wedding did you guys see the email? Yeah. I thought too. What did you think that meant? I know. I, I had trouble deciphering it and then had to move on. 
Yeah. yeah, I thought, oh, That's why did thought, Brandon yeah. make Jack send an email about Save the Day? I thought you were actually organized and telling Jack, hey, let people know when it is so they can put it in their calendars. I thought you were like ahead of the curve. He didn't explain the joke. Yeah. So most of us don't remember that was the case, that yeah. he moved it for, for your wedding. Uh, I really, when I read that email today, I just thought he was saying, oh, Brandon asked me to send this email to everybody. Uh, really? Yeah. Because oh. I don't, I mean, you got the context. I don't, I don't remember the yeah. context. So yeah, anybody I, else? Did you read the email? Anybody? Yeah, I got it. Did you understand the moving of the dates and yeah, all that? I so got it. You remembered that he moved the dates last yeah. year. Yeah. All right. So do I reply? Yes. Yeah, so now, now tell him to fuck off because Patrick remembers it. So <laughs> Wait, do I reply? It's, it's whatever. No one cares. Great. Great. Stop caring after like. Hold your own. <laughs> hold your own competing charity event. <laughs> yeah, that'll show them. That'll show deluxe them. extra life. Don't donate to those kids. <laughs> donate to these kids yeah. instead. So, I do want to say, it was very nice of him to move it last year. I had no idea that Extra Life was that weekend when we scheduled it. Yeah. Because we were looking, we're like, what? Does, our, does Rooster Teeth have a convention that weekend? No. <laughs> so I thought we were covered. Valid question these days. Yeah. Yeah. Is I, there an RTX somewhere on the world? Is there an RTX moon? Is that the goal? One for every can weekend? Can we have now? one on the moon? Uh, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> now unless Elon Musk but, says so. Did well, you he got the, permission. Did you hear the yeah. Elon Musk uh, tweet today? The boring company? Yeah, the boring company where he's drilling tunnels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where's the Hyperloop that he wants to build? In, Philly, in New York in, City, I Philly think. in New York? Dude, I am convinced, and I hate to say this because if it happens... It was uh, New York to DC. New, I'm worried that people will play this back. I'm really worried that, like, that they've dug so much under Manhattan that, like, something's gonna fall. Like, something, like, uh, a building will just disappear and, into... Yeah. You know the earth uh, at one point. I'm sure, they. I feel like there's a lot of people who are paid a lot of money to worry about that, right? Yeah, right. But they're probably sure, like, I mean, it's fine. They, <laughs> they're not going to tell Elon Musk it's fine because then if his Hyperloop crashes, he's like, "You do not get to join me on the new bastion of the guys." Humanity. Like you know, the levees in New Orleans, those were fine. Those yeah. guys are like a hundred and flip that dude to twenty. Yeah. You're in yeah. good. They're like a hundred years old, right? Or 110, 10 years. I mean, I, I think they're okay. We think. <laughs> You don't know. You but then he has this machine, I guess, that came out of nowhere. I guess that's what I would be worried about. I'd be like, why don't we just use the machines we've been using for a thousand years? Not a thousand. <laughs> that was the wrong a number. A billion. <laughs> that was the wrong number. I used the wrong number. Let's not use those. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, it reminds me of the Ocean's 11 or Ocean's 12 digging machine. It's like oh, this, right. That's what I think it is. But he said that it's a great he name got. Of the company. Uh, verbal government approval, right? Verbal. Ver <laughs> right, that, that was what I got stuck on too. It's like, what is verbal government approval? What does that mean? Like, like, like Trump tweeted back at him. I, <laughs> I called the government yeah. and they said, yeah, okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah I don't know, man. It, it sounds good, to me a little a bit like the do. stuff Enron used to do. Like I have verbal government approval. I, yeah, to, I have verbal government approval. To park wherever I want. I'm gonna, I'm gonna build a, a structure in the middle of the street over there. I, verbal government approval, I did. Mm. Edit. Do you know what I found out? I found out that a lot of art, Matt, you're in the or Matt, Max, you're <laughs> Matt. in the art department here at Rooster Teeth. I found out that a lot of uh, art that uh, is kind of iconic in American culture, a lot of it was placed there unofficially. Yes. Uh, do you know the Wall Street Journal? Uh, Wall Street Journal, the Wall Street Bowl, where they put the little girl in front of it, you know, yeah. and uh, she's standing defiantly in front of the bowl. Yeah. The that was placed there without any permission whatsoever, and the artist of the okay. bowl. It's now mad. It's now mad off. because he he said that it changes the intention of his piece. He got remixed. Yeah, his yeah he got remixed. It's, yeah, he said his piece was to show the resiliency of the American people after a financial crisis, and instead now it's changed to this kind of negative thing that the girl, the little girl, does. I read oh. more about it. The bull was unofficial. 
The guy installed the bull without city permission. Oh, so he's like, oh, you took my idea of rebelling by. Oh, okay. And no, did you see? That. The, I, I would have assumed so, that somebody but, commissioned that. So the girl, the point, the girl was first, and the nope. point was just the girl was not first. But you <laughs> said that it, the bull was first. No, oh, the bull was first, but it was unofficial. He didn't have permission. Yeah, yeah. The, girl, so the girl is the new development. That's okay. earlier this year, well, and it was then, a big deal that it was an unofficial art installation. Yeah. But then I also found out that the the bull, which we've all seen a billion times, which seems like this official thing of Wall Street, and now it's almost this Tiananmen Square act yeah. of defiance. Looking yeah. imagery. Well, what, what I love about it is that since then they've since modified the girl, and somebody came along and put Wonder Woman's tiara. Yeah, 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 that's imagery. cool. Yeah, and somebody yeah. also put a dog pissing on the girl recently, like on her foot. Get out of here! I, it's a real thing. It was when, like some it, guy. Does it, who when was, does it stop? Some guy who was pissed off about the the I don't know the message about that. I he got he put a little. Dog pissing. I'm not even joking. There's there's a picture out there. But better a dog than this. Calvin, I guess. I yeah, like the Wonder Woman thing, but the more I think about it, actually, yep, it's like, there it is. Wow. Oh wow. All right. It's nonstop. Pretty soon it's just going to be an. So entire the Wonder Woman group. Tierra is gone. It looks like. Uh, yeah, I guess it was just like. It is kind of a funny thing. like loop around though. It's like here's this big bull. They put the girl there to recontextualize it as this overwhelming consumerism, and this girl standing up in defiance of that. And then they put a. <laughs> Popular movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. thing on her then, head. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, that kind of changes again, doesn't it? It's yeah. just a never-ending message to the point we have to sit there for an hour just a and loop. track it from message to message. And meanwhile, what's happening? The sun is killing us all. That whole time. <laughs> While we're busy with our art installations, the sun is slowly killing us. Yeah, now, all right. Well, now I got a mission. I'm going to go right, find you, a statue. You guys have um, any other thoughts before we wrap up? I will say because I it, parasols. we do it's have a cool Austin thing real verbal quick. government approval to go longer than an hour if we want to. Hey, and parasols. I think and parasols. We need to just um, just talk about like unofficial um, like art installations. There was a woman a few years ago in Austin who went around and would sew stuff oh, and yeah. put it on signs. So like called, you were driving, I think like down one of the streets here, Lamar, and you would just see a sign, and it would be covered in like multicolored. Uh, what would you call like? It's like you make a big yeah. mitten Knitting, for it or something like or something, that. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was really cool. And the city had to go and take it down, but it's just like one of those things that you're like, oh, cool, Austin. Like you don't really think of in terms of like graffiti artists. Yeah, they they put it over those damn blue pieces of artwork yeah. that I hate, that everybody hates, and they're awful because nobody thought that they were an art piece. Under the South Lamar, oh, you're going oh the right, the, the oh. dinosaur ribs. No, 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 no. On South Lamar, whenever you're about to hit the bridge, oh, I know exactly those, what you're talking those, about. Those, yeah. those they look like they look stupid, like traffic signs. Yeah, yeah, we paid like fifty-seven grand for them in Austin, and then it was like this looks like a con like a traffic sign. <laughs> yeah, like what the hell is this? And then yeah, that that woman went and put all of the knitting over it, and it was like. That's awesome. Love that. And then they were like, nope, we got to take it down and bring it back to mediocre. Yeah. Okay. And it's weird, too, because these signs are like vertical rectangles, but then some of them are installed like it seems intentionally improperly, like they're off kilter. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like it'll drive you crazy because you're often stuck in traffic it. there. It, yeah, it worked. We're talking about it. It worked. Yeah, I actually, that's I, not a barometer. <laughs> Does art work? It just did. By yeah. that, yeah, by that yeah, judgment, it's like most of Austin's public artwork those is like the, great. Those, that's the art installation. Yeah, those the, blue things with the white border that look like they should have, you know. Gas station ahead or something well, like that. It was, it was made by the same guy who did the dinosaur rib cage on the highway. The dinosaur rib cages, yeah, that one's. I didn't know that was already there. I'm all right with it. I'm not. I'm not as angry about it. But that thing in the middle that, that was just on that picture, the you know, uh, drunk driving. You know, don't drink and drive. You right. kill somebody's kid. Austin, that had been up there for like, like I think it's like now 20 years. Yeah. Um, 
like there was one year I remember a little while back where Austin tried to paint over that because they were like, it's illegal. Yep. We need to have these blue artwork pieces. <laughs> right. No like, knitting. No. No messaging. Terrible. Drunk driving. Just weird traffic sign artwork. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is a weird. It's obviously intentional. It's supposed to, to me, it's supposed to look like traffic signs or, or whatever, not, you know, mileage uh, markers or something. You know yeah. what I mean? They're intentionally trying to confuse you. Or, yeah. Great. You no trolled me. You worked. <laughs> Great. Or, or gauging, the, gauging the flood level. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it does bug me, though, cause, because uh, for the food vlog that we did, uh, for right before RTX, where we went to all those restaurants, one of the places we went to was to Joe's Coffee Shop mm-hmm. on South Lamar, where they have that that tourist spot that everybody stops to take a photo. South Congress. I love you so much. South Congress. Yes. I love you so much. What did I say? South, South Lamar. Lamar. Oh, South, South Congress. Yeah. Uh, the I love you so much graffiti. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, that's cute. Yeah, I get it. It's like kind of basic that people go out there and take photos with and everything. We took a photo for it just to like being really funny and basic, and. Uh, but people go in there and paint over that. It's like, what kind of an asshole do you have to be to like paint over "I love you so much"? I mean, it's just like, you gotta be a jackass. Yeah, they eh. do that to like all the murals. Or tag people, tag stuff. Tagging yeah. is like the lowest form of art. I, I, I yeah, I, I don't know what it's gonna take for me to develop an appreciation for tagging. What, what would you classify the like the Pac-Men that are on like the train? That's awesome. Yeah, that's graffiti. That's but that's yeah. cool. No, yeah. that's yeah, that's not tagging. Tagging is just like, putting your name on it. The name right. that, and a name you can't read. Right. Oh no! See, that's that's that picture's in a weird way incriminating because it looks like that dude did it. No, yeah. I think that's there's a different place where they did. I hate you so much, and then I've I love tacos so much. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's the modified I think version. They're, they're else. like, yeah, they're doing Double it. I mean, it's, it's as you can tell, hard to replicate. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, not no the most historically famous piece of graffiti in Austin. Is it the, oh, the frog Daniel Johnston that's made by the Nirvana dude? Go ahead. It's like a friend of Nirvana or an artist friend that made. <laughs> Art for Nirvana. He's immune to the sun. It's the frog, right? And uh, the frog, what does he say? Oh, the hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Not yeah. a frog, first of all. It's, it's a an alien, right? Alien. Yeah. <laughs> alien frog. Your father-in-law wrestled it. There's the That's whole, um, there's the, uh, I don't know if it's like a former house or apartment complex off of South Lamar where um, they've got all these, uh, it, it's the, these shells of these concrete buildings and all the walls yeah. or so what it was the yeah foundations for a building that never got built yeah yeah and every every corner of every surface there is now um graffiti art it's, 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 a, art it's a graffiti gallery. gallery now yeah and they've left it alone you can go and tour it but they are about to get rid of it too what yeah we needed that to be a five-story mixed-use complex we've all talked about it it's a great idea uh, okay so uh, we're doing it that's what we're about here what we like in austin progress <laughs> We're putting it in. Yeah. Get some tacos. Well, I had a taco with you. We had, uh, we had snow cones outside today. Achievement Hunter already put out a video on Twitter, which was really funny. They had Jeremy try to eat one of those entire bowl snow cones in a minute. Ah. And I, it looks, and it's funny because the snow cone matches his hair. So it's like, <laughs> or it's, you know, two-tone. And he's just chowing on this thing. And it's like, yeah, he's going to hit the wall fast. Sure enough, it's like, it looks like he's about to die. My, like, my brain is hurting. I know. Just hearing about that. It was even that worst kind of brain freeze where his head hurts, but then his like throat starts to close down. <laughs> his digestive system like just clamps up because he's eating too much cold stuff. The only, the only like snow cone place to me is they're lazy. They're shaved <sighs> ice. They're t- they, they can't put the they can't put the cone on the top. They can't they can't round it off. It's just it's just sanity. It's just a, a big mess. Like, come on, Demaris walked into a meeting a little Damn. bit ago. And I, I, at first, I thought he had just a thing. They're also like, mean to me. <laughs> what? What did they say? To Wait, what? <laughs> what did they say to you? Were they out of bubblegum flavor? Uh, no, I'm a uh, sugar-free coconut guy. Um, 
And no, they're just like every time I go to them, they they just have like a pretty bad attitude. Like they don't want to be there. And I'm like, I'm always paranoid. They're not actually giving me the sugar free. They're giving me like the sugar. Uh, that's my life. You know, that's actually really it's dangerous. A, like I've thought about that. Like there's people who order Diet Coke at a restaurant. Right. And I've ordered Diet Coke, and I'm like, this is clearly Coke. But for some people, that would be life-threatening, you know, if yeah. they got a glass of sugar and they didn't want that. And it's, I, I'm surprised I've never heard about that before. Or like yeah. the waitress that, you know, put a hot dog in her butt. What? I'm gonna leave it there, because we have to- You're gonna leave the, the hot podcast. dog in her butt? <laughs> is that what you're gonna do? Why, well, you wanna talk about the post show? show? We but... can talk about the post show. I do think that's a nice, a nice send-off point. No, well, Just, there's, on there's one more thing I wanna talk about. I wanna follow up on something that happened last week. And I was trying to find a point at which we could talk about this. Uh, today we actually referenced earlier. We said, "Hey, can we talk about this?" But uh, last week, and I'm I'm about to talk about something that happened on last week's Thursday podcast. And I just want to say before I start discussing this, that I personally, I know everyone that I work with, and Rooster Teeth as a company uh, does not condone touching someone without their consent. And we had a discussion last week, funny discussion about friends goofing around together, and the story was told. And it was told in a way that uh, the person who told it felt like Bethany felt like it was interpreted differently than she intended. But that's on us. We're the professional broadcasters here. We get paid to do this. It's our job to communicate these stories in the correct way so that people understand them. And I just wanted to read really quickly uh, Bethany's response that she made on the Rooster Teeth site, which was then subsequently uh, put on the Rooster Teeth subreddit as well. And yeah, it was addressed in forums, but I feel like if when we make these missteps, I think it's very important for us to uh, address them also in the same forum and format that we made them. So we can't make a mistake on the podcast on our airwaves and then turn around and try to address it on a forum or in the comment section. We have to, I feel like we have the obligation uh, to give it the same amount of airtime, essentially. But Bethany wrote, uh, I apologize as to how this conversation came off. We do not condone sexual harassment and take it very seriously. Patrick is a good friend, and we were all being silly together. He would never intentionally make someone feel uncomfortable. Some of our RT friendships are super close ones, and we are all very comfortable together. However, I understand the way we refer to this and discussed, uh, and discussed it. It came off as inappropriate, and I personally apologize for that. Listen, we all, we all want to apologize. I want to apologize for that. That that conversation was really upsetting to people, uh, especially when she made the justification uh, that Patrick should be able to do that, or it's okay that he does it because he's gay. I, I believe that that she was making, and I thought here sitting in the chair that she was making that particular statement to, to demonstrate to people who were questioning it. Um, she was making that statement to show that it wasn't sexual. That's just not the right way to do that. And we recognize that. Want to apologize for that. So sorry that happened. You know, we do tell a lot of stories in the podcast. Like Bethany said in her statement, we do have super close relationships. And some of the stuff we do borders on inappropriate. But still at the same time, it's consenting adults acting in inappropriate ways. And sorry if we sent a message that made it seem like we condone touching anyone without their consent. Because we absolutely do not. So, sorry to end on that note, but more sorry that we said that. So, thanks for joining us on this very special Thursday edition of the podcast. Brandon, it's always a pleasure to see you. Yeah. Even though uh, we fight every time. Just want to say, everybody, um, stay out of the sun. <laughs> just stay away from the sun <laughs> yeah. and statistics. If you didn't get anything out of this podcast, you at least got that. 
Gray, thank you for joining us. We didn't even talk about Genlock. That was great. No, no, it's fine. No, no, I've enjoyed hanging out. This is fantastic just to kick back and, and catch up. And I feel like I should apologize to Miles and Carrie for everything I've done over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Max, thank you for sharing your cow stories with us. Thank you very much. All right, we have a post show that we're going to do for first members only after this. And then, of course, you can join us for the regular podcast on Monday. Don't forget, this episode of the Rishi's Podcast was sponsored by Day 5. Day 5 Season 2 starts on August 6th. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. See you. Bye.